Hey guys, if you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tool that helps you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money out of your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, this is 30 Minutes with Phoenix, a personal journal style podcast. On this podcast, you'll be listening to various topics that interest me, which will include issues surrounding health, African culture and society with my friends, sharing honest, open conversations. You should listen if you're a strong believer of awesome friendship and value honest, intriguing conversations about Africa from young Africans. Woo! Welcome guys, welcome to September episode. Wow, it's been such a crazy mode and I'm so glad that I made it to the deadline. Man, Google Podcast would have would have been really disappointed <laughs> in some sort of ways. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to September episode and I'm your host Finis. On this episode, I had a conversation with Gloria Lawrence, who is an amazing friend. I I learned a whole lot from her. And this episode, we talked about a book, Arinza Ugo's book, Smart Money Woman, and how some of the chapters, we could really relate to some of the chapters. And she talked a, a whole lot about her life as well. Anyways, enjoy this episode. And don't forget to send us a feedback at 30MWPX on all social media platforms. Looking forward to it. Enjoy this episode, guys. So, welcome to my show, by the way. It's such an honor to have you here. <laughs> Thank yes, you for inviting me. An honor. Aside from the fact that you're my friend, I know I haven't said this personally, but you're very one of the very few women that I know that have this uh, attitude that won't cower down in faces of uh, challenges or opportunities. You know, if you give me that smart money woman vibe. So, uh... I thought that... <laughs> Seriously, you do give me that smart money you know, and drive and buy. So I, I thought you would be perfect for this September episode. You know, oh. to come share your two cents as a young, I don't know whether I should say independent, trying to survive in the midst of uh, you know the global pandemic and economic downturn. I don't know if that would be correct to say you are independent. Uh, I'm not overly independent yet, but um, I'm striving for that because I'm still trying to um, understand myself and you know try to do what I can. Yeah. So okay. lately, I have been you know following up Tokemakinwa. You know, <laughs> I, I would say I'm a new recruit of the baby girl life gang. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's nice. Well, uh, taking a look at the current happenings and events, a lot of young girls, ladies, fellows are looking for ways to make ends meet and to move up the top of the food chain in terms of, um, should I say, social status and struggles. And while I was doing that, 
I stumbled upon you know this book Smart Money Woman by Arise Ugu well thanks to you so I mean I had this uh, whole new perspective about um, certain things you know when it comes to money and most especially women to be honest with you my perspective changed when I read that book and right now I'm kind of like curious to know your circles of friends and how did you come across uh, Smart Money Woman by Arise Ugu Okay, um, first of all, I'll say um, Little Smart Money rumor was coincidental, okay? Um, I got to know about BAM books from Joyce Bewerji when she, uh, when she made a post about it, uh, particularly on her book, um, something something, uh, I can't remember the title, but I went there to, you know, search for her book because for one, I'm a diehard fan of G. So I went there and I saw her book, the one she asked us to go read, and then I saw Last Last Will Be Fine. So I decided to download it on the app. So it was like, you know, going through the profile and trying to um, navigate my way through BAM books and see what it's about. I saw um, Smart Woman, um, when Smart Money Woman by RSF. I The graphics, the title alone was very catchy and um, the illustration, the picture was like, okay, this should be an interesting read. For a very long time, I just didn't pay key attention to the book because I was trying to finish up Joy's book and then a couple of others I was reading until August, towards the ending of August, I just decided to read, just glance through, just to read the synopsis. I got hooked <laughs> and that was how my journey to reading Arisa's book became so massive and I would say I am really really thankful and grateful to have read that book. It opened my eyes to a whole lot of things, a whole lot <laughs> and very very grateful to her. <laughs> interesting well I, I don't want to call this episode a book review but it might give it uh, like a book review vibe because well I don't really care but because I enjoyed the book and I really really loved it initially when I saw the book cover I thought it was one of those feminist and gender kind of thing because it has this feminine uh, cover and all of that you understand so I <laughs> found I, I was really reluctant in opening the book to read but and yeah. I read some few reviews by some well-respected people that I know of and kind of like changed my perspective and I decided to read the book you know that quote that says do not judge a book by its cover came into play <laughs> if you would understand now if you look at the book closely you understand that this is not just any fictitious tale you could really relate to Zuri's story Zuri by the way is the, our main character in this book and he talks about Zuri's financial life and struggle and Arisa Ugu which is the author she kind of like uh, redefined being broke you know I had this initial uh, definition of being broke but on reading this book my whole perspective of being broke changed and there's a certain quote that says that if your income increases your lifestyle or spending power doesn't necessarily need to increase and you said that um chapter one which is a uh, broke you could really relate to it so i was wondering what what can you relate with in that chapter being broke ah okay the first time i read about it especially for her definition when she said broke means if you lost your primary source of income today you wouldn't be able to maintain the lifestyle you have become accustomed to because you have no assets to rely on when i read that the thing just struck a chord and i was like okay the job i have today if i lose this job how will i sustain 
sustain um, my lifestyle because at this point in my life i am improving my looks my general appearance you know i'm buying skincare products i'm looking for clothes that suits my skin tone i'm looking for outfits that matches my body type i know i'm 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 just doing a whole lot of things experimenting here and there so when i read that particular chapter i was like god i looked at myself i looked at my savings i looked at you know other emergency phones and i found out that no gloria no 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 no. you do not have anything to fall back on if anything happens to your job you just have to you know look for alternatives for yourself so that you don't just fall like humpty dumpty <laughs> and just you know scatter although i really know that um deep down i know that even if i fall i am going to stand actually that is just that has just been my notion but i i needed to uh, build my finance to a certain level and standard i needed to fund the lifestyle i i know that i was going to continue in so i just had to um, look for more streams of income and not just depend on my my um, salary so that was how that was just the first mind opener for me and i i i, I immediately went into action i went into action <laughs> and that was it that was it and luckily luckily for me i'm doing great and still do looking for other means you know as i look at myself and see what i can do to monetize ahead so i to, to get more money so yeah i'm taking time to understand myself my weak my, my strengths especially and then monetize it as time go on <laughs> yeah you know what the idea that money was not fundamentally a woman's issue that it is a man's role to worry about finances and you can see that play out when zuri told tammy that she was broke I what was Tammy's response? Tammy's response was that she should go get a partner, a man. And so, mm, you know, mm, if, yeah. if you look at this, that's to say that anytime a woman is surrounded by her friends and then she tends to confide on her circle of friends that she's broke, you will notice that, I think so, I believe so, that um, most of the solution will be that they should go get a partner. Yes. Her friends advising her to go get a partner. But when you look at this, when you turn this around and then you look at this in uh, a male <laughs> circle, when a male tells his fellow a male folk that he is broke, you wouldn't see that conversation coming up. And now I'm wondering, why do you think that is? Why does why does it or why is it always different in a male circle and a female circle? Okay, um, we have been fed this notion right from birth that um, as women we should be taken care of, and it is the duty of the man to you know take care of our needs. So all we have to do is just get a house, get married, for instance, um, give better children, whatever money the man gives to you, you you know use it. Okay, you turn the house into a home. Women are generally nurturers we we are caretakers we are caregivers so that is the notion every woman um has growing up but as time goes on thank god for the 21st century and the revolution <laughs> that is ongoing now a lot of women a lot of women are beginning to you know break out from the norm to um, um extra diversify and um, just express themselves so they feel okay this shouldn't be like this why don't i do this why don't i try this why don't i um, um experiment on this so on and so forth and so forth and that was how we were able to come up with this whole boss lady vibe women independent women financially <laughs> women and the rest of it so yes it was that 
breaking out the deviation from the normal that's bettered this whole um, independence issue thing and the rest of it. Every woman wants to enjoy her money. Every woman wants to count her cash. Every woman wants to earn. Every woman wants to feel that freedom, you know, to spend for herself first before any man can spend on her. So that's that is the that is where I stand. That is the class I belong to. Let me enjoy the money I have worked hard for. Let me spend on myself. Let me be let me be able to fund my trips, you know, go to five-star hotels, eat the best of meals, have fun, you know, party and the rest of it. So I know that I have lived life. I have I have this experience. I have stories to tell my daughters and my sons and tell them, look, I've been there. I know how to navigate and this is what I want you. This is how I can help you with life. So yes, yes, this is this is for me. This is for me. <laughs> Let's go a little bit further. You know, I like the fact that Arizo Ogo takes us through Zuri's journey towards being financially responsible. And for everyone out there who is interested to know, one of the ways to be financially responsible is to figure out where your money always go to and then ask yourself if it's truly worth it. And this takes us to chapter 3 which is titled, Where is your money going to? Yeah. You know, for Zuri, I got a little insight on what some women spent their money on and I know some of my female folks too will agree to it and uh, for Zuri most of what she spends her money on is I should be drinks parties skincare products as you mentioned and for you I want you to be honest with me and don't try to be modest <laughs> and all of that say six to uh, six months to one year ago what what where do your money go to you know because for me i would say where my money goes to is <laughs> is data books investment family and food and i would like to know for you where does your money really go to say six to uh one year ago um six years ago um i wasn't i wasn't earning okay six years ago i was still depending on my parents for allowances and the rest of it so six years ago i would say it was mostly um books because of course um i'm still in school and my parents sent me to school to learn so books food and uh what else just those two just those two what, what about what about now six, six months six months ago six okay, months six ago six months ago six months ago yeah. i would say um skincare okay because okay. right now i am um, i'm trying to look more beautiful <laughs> i'm trying to enhance right now yes i'm trying to enhance okay i'm trying to enhance my my beauty you know to glow more baby <laughs> and then okay. secondly it's um food of course you you i i, I love food i love food even though sometimes i get um, really lazy being creative in my kitchen but the little time i have to cook you know i i go the extra mile filling up my my plates with good food and then what i'm yeah. learning now is how to eat out okay getting to know restaurants you know eat out good ones that have good food trying out um, new recipes and uh, menus and the rest of it that's secondly thirdly um clothes for me clothes 
of course. Now that I am discovering more about myself, I found out that I love clothes a lot, uh, especially soft, feminine, um, colorful clothes. Yeah, so that's that adds to it. Definitely, um, what would I say? Okay, of course, I'm 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 a I'm a big saver. I love to save for rainy days. Thanks to my father who taught me the habit of saving very young. So yeah, I save what I earn. So in everything, I receive my salary at the end of the month. The first thing I do is to remove my savings after my tithes. Of course, I'm a Christian. After my tithes, I save at least 20% um, of my salary. Then the rest, I spend it on whatever I need to spend it on. So that's just the part. You know what? I think most African women are great in saving, but you they tend to save to spend instead of to save to build. You get? Yeah, yes, yes. Okay, I, I don't know if you believe in this statement, which was written in the book. This statement says that you can tell people's value by looking at what they spend their money on that is by looking at their financial statement for you do you agree to this statement do you agree to it um not exactly because if you if you look closely what you will see is um women tend to spend more on clothing yeah they, they want to look good everyone wants to smell good so that could be um deceiving okay until you get closer to a person you may not really know where or how the person spends their money so clothing from um from their appearances it can be deceiving until you get closer to them so you cannot judge from what you see for me let's talk about surviving emergency which is chapter five and i would like to liken it to one of my favorite chapters as well which is life happened and in this chapter you could see that there are lessons here that we should have emergency funds and we need to have these conversations about family financings finances and you could see that play out in Zuri's life when he she almost lost her mom in a fire incident that happened in her house. And it's funny that she did not really mention about insurance. I don't know if it's because Nigerians they don't really pay attention to in insurance policies. Yeah. And by the way, I decided after reading this book, I had to develop my emergency fund because life happens. You can't just tell life always happens and what are your thoughts about these emergency funds what do you think about it uh yes um before i even read uh, um, arisa's book i i do save on piggy vests up and car wise okay. so for piggy vests uh that's where i keep most of my living expenses like um, feeding and transport to work and then um put away some you know some funds while for carry wise i use it for my house rent and then emergency funds thanks to them they've added the emergency fund um, um they've added the emergency fund to their app so for carry wise it's locked up okay. until a certain period of time but for piggy vests i can easily go there and withdraw it uh -huh. okay Okay, so that has these apps have helped me so far in um and um, putting money in each of them. So I know which app serves for what purpose. Okay, and I know where to go to to get my money when I need it. So yes, emergency fund is very good. It's very important. My dad will always tell me, okay, save for rainy days, make it while the sunshine, blah 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 blah. You need this, you need that. It has always been there for me. So I keep money. I'm 
and I just keep um, monetary gifts or whatever money I know that I'm not using at the moment for for future purpose. So yes, it's very important. It's very very important. Finally, let's talk about the power of network. I know you have a whole lot of stories to share about the importance of network. For Arinse Ugu, she perfectly explained how you can network yourself by telling your story, not coming forth to an individual like you want to uh, sell a product to. The person you should be able to tell a story intertwine your product to your own story and sell your story to them rather than a product to them and she made mention here that uh, about networking that you should tend to evaluate your network who do you know who is in your circle of friends for me i don't take my circle of friends for granted i don't i don't mess with my contact <laughs> i should be able to promote demote add and also subtract she said that you are the ceo of your life you shouldn't be giving time to people or relationship that do not add value to your life and i want you to more like share your story about the importance of a uh, networking you know like she said have friends who have good financial direction Oh, I love this. I love this so much. Let me tell you. Okay. The friends I have now, the people that are special to me was because of networking. And it started in 2017 when I decided, okay, enough is enough. Instead of me leaving the whole triangle life, school, church, market, or house, why don't I just, you know, spread out? So it was in the course of spreading out that I found and made friends. And that started with um, the book club 2017, where I got to meet you and a couple of very awesome and, and amazing people. Now, because of that, I have been able to do one or two businesses with these friends, you know, strengthening my relationship with them. It was because of the book club, I got into an emotional intelligence academy in 2018 down to this moment i am still in the academy it was because of these friends i have gotten to know parts of port harcourt and i am still knowing more it's because of these friends i knew um some of these festivals in port harcourt and the rest of it and i hang out with them and these same friends of course they've helped me out by giving me recommendations when i need it so when i want to um do something and i need one or two recommendations i know who to meet and who to call when i need um clarification on certain areas in my life i know the people to meet to have these discussions with so networking is very very important it is very very important as humans we are social we need to network we need people in our lives so it's very important that we build our network very very important i also said we need people to grow we need we we, we form this chain ladder wherever we go we need people exactly it's true we just so networking is very very important it is and i i am very careful with the people i welcome into my circle because one i am very very protective of my sanity of my peace of mind of my happiness so this is me now maybe in four or five years ago i would have just accepted anybody but now i am very very intentional on the people i allow into my life because 
I just want to be in a place of happiness, of joy and content and contentment rather. So I am, I, I am very, very, I pay key attention to behaviors. I pay key attention to your actions. I, I pay key attention to what you say, your words and, and every other thing before I accept you into my circle. Because I know that once someone is accepted into my circle, I have, they have this special place in my heart for life. So yeah, even though the going may go bad, but I relieve the good moments in my heart, in my heart, in my head. <laughs> so that's just it. Uh, for me to network, I really tell stories about myself first before I tell people what I do. This was how I was able to get the job I got now, the job I'm doing. So I was in the bus going to Port Harcourt from Lagos because I went for a business conference in January. That was my first ever business conference, my as in at all. Okay, and I, I wasn't really like, uh, I'm not really like an outgoing person like that. But then 2019, I had this, you know, long conversation with myself that I had to do more for me to be seen, for me to, for, for the world to know what I am or, or about, I need to get myself seen. And one of it was going out more. Okay. So I told myself I was going to, you know, attend more seminars and trainings and conferences as I can afford. Okay. It's very important for me. So if it's something I cannot afford, I let it go. If it is free, definitely, as long as I have transportation, which of course I will get, I will see myself to that conference or seminar as long as it's, um, it's going to add value to me. So that conversation in 2019, you know, um, just gave me direction of what my 2020 was going to look like so i am a friend of mine i told my friends a couple of my friends that okay um if they have any business you know um training or conference or whatever link they should send to me luckily for me a friend of mine Kinsley sent a link to me a business link okay and i filled it just nonchalantly nothing like that but i just was very sincere in filling out whatever detail they asked and the questions and the rest of it so i just submitted it and just let it go you know just one of those first of january new year <laughs> i got a mail a reply that that was part of you know the successful applicant i like what the hell i did not even you know okay. put much interest in this but i got this like okay and when i read down i saw that the location was lagos that was where <laughs> that was where my fear began i reached out to my mentor mr successful in North africa I told him, sir, look at all. I got this um, opportunity. I just nonchalantly applied for something and I got it in um, on this end on New Year. He looked at me and said that this was good. And I said, okay, sir, fine. But the problem was I don't have the money for, you know, to transport myself down to Lagos. How do I do this? Babe, do not start this new year rejecting opportunities. You don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know the caliber of people you are going you're going to network with. Don't start this year rejecting opportunities. And I said, okay, sir, how will I get the money? What you just told me was you will always find the way. As far as you put your mind to something, Oluchi, I know, I know, Gloria, I know that you will find the way out. Went to Lagos, had fun with the conference, I, I networked with a whole lot of women, business owners, young 
CEOs, executive directors and the rest of it and it was good. After the whole event, I came back on the 31st of January. That was where I met my boss, Amy Cannabis, CEO of Switchpath Consulting. Yeah, we are a business consulting firm. So uh, I met him. So I've been working with Switchpath for eight months now and the journey has been beautiful. I have learned a lot from my boss. I am still learning a lot from him. I am learning more about myself. So that is it. That is how networking helped me. That is how how I've been able to, you know, do the things I do now and the rest of it. So yeah. Hmm, interesting. So do you have any future plans in order to be free and financially responsible? Well, uh, I want to be uh, one of, should I say, yeah, I want to, one of my plans is to be um, an international editor. I want to go international. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, so I, I am looking to train more, you know, to train with the best. Because right now, I do not do anything less. I don't engage anything less. So that's part of it. Well, the other is uh, to improve in my writing skills. I know I have the power of persuasion. I know how to infuse emotions into my writing and gets people to read me so yeah that's just it but the money the money for now is not uh, for now i'm not really considering about the money of course i know it's very important but when it comes i accept it with with all my hearts <laughs> welcome it with all my heart so anything i can do to monetize i'll do it and like i told you i'm still learning about myself and the rest of it so that's just it and by the way there is a tv adaptation of this book i just noticed it last week yes yes they started they started two nights ago i wasn't able to watch the first episode it's on youtube okay interesting that's nice that's good to know um my expectations for this i hope that they do justice to it and people will look at the financial lessons that can be derived from it rather than looking at the relationship aspect i know a whole lot of people will focus more on the relationship aspect of it but <laughs> it's okay the artists are, not, are quite nice too the lineup of the artists are quite impressive mm, i don't know if there's any other thing you would like to add or you would like to say to this before our final run off oh yeah i would like to say um it's it's it will be very good actually it is good that young ladies experience um, financial freedom financial independence that they do more there to be more according to joyce Bawaja, you should live your life live your magic be, be 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 more explore enjoy every process live in the moment so that has that has been my mantra for this year living the moment living my truth being expressive and all so yeah that's it that's it and uh, they should not um they should not really go headlong into relationship like that so uh, they should explore they should discover themselves here yeah. Mm. Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. They should leave the men for now. They should leave men for now. <laughs> You're not serious. Okay, thank you so, so much for your time. <laughs> okay, uh probably some other time we'll talk about something way more interesting. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate your time.
Yes, I look forward to that. I look forward to that. Thank you. We'll keep, we'll keep in touch. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on our social media handles at 30MWPX. That's it for this episode. For this month, check out our next episode, which is coming next month. Stay safe. Ciao.